Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. All right, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, it's another one of our special trailer roundups. We're looking at six movies coming out in November 2020, this month. Got a lot of great looking stuff coming our way, and I'm looking forward to hopefully covering a bunch of them. But Just in case we don't, we're going to talk some puzzle pieces on six of November's movies. Joining me again is Jason Harris, who has joined me for our last couple of Trailer Roundup episodes. Make sure you're listening to Awesome Movie Year. It's another podcast that I produce. Jason Harris is, of course, one of the hosts of it, along with Josh Bell, who you've heard here on Piecing It Together as well. And they are starting their season on the films of 1984, which is their sixth season. And uh, yeah, there's the plug for Awesome Movie Year. Go check it out. And before we get into this conversation, I do want to remind you, as always, to make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together on your podcast app of choice. You can follow us on social media at PiecingPod, join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, and don't forget, we also have a Patreon, the Produced by David Rosen Patreon, where there is bonus content from Piecing It Together, Awesome Movie Year, All Rice, No Beans, and from my music career. I just released a new album, David Rosen, and I've got a bunch of bonus stuff from the album and surrounding the rest of my music career going up on the Patreon as well. So, make sure to check that out. So, let's get into this conversation with Jason Harris about some of the movies coming out in November. All right, back with us today is Jason Harris. How you doing, Jason? Dave, I'm worried. <laughs> what are you worried about, Jason Harris? I'm not worried about the impending civil war. I'm worried about the cause of the civil war, Dave. So. Mm. There, there's a lot of things coming, uh, yeah, from many many different angles. Many different yeah, angles. Yeah, I guess this would be better on your other podcast, but uh, <laughs> otherwise things are good. Yeah, maybe we'll get you over there on Bird Road to uh, to commiserate about how awful everything is. But uh, you know, it's not terrible, Jason. You know, it's not uh, something that makes me want to want to die. All uh, it- the <laughs> impending films coming to streaming video because you've seen the light. <laughs> on why streaming is so wonderful and essential. And I'm right back to being depressed. But, uh, yes, there are a lot of great movies coming out on streaming over the next month. Uh, As a matter of fact, while putting together our list for this month, I started seeing what's coming in December, and, man, we have a stacked rest of the year. 
Uh, it was pretty difficult to even narrow this conversation down to the six that we're going to talk about. Uh, maybe we'll touch on a couple others. Uh, but yeah, a lot of good stuff coming. And so this is going to be fun to talk about. Well, Dave, um, as you know, my goals towards the end of the year is always the same. Uh, it is to wear sweatpants and sit on the couch under a blanket and eat cookies and watch movies and ignore all social norms. So this year, I think uh, everyone will be joining me. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. That sounds like what we'll all be doing. But let's talk about some movies. Uh, the first one we are going to talk about is coming out... Just a little bit after Election Day. It'll be in our rearview mirror. Hopefully it'll be good news. Um, but it is called Proxima. <laughs> and uh, it's a foreign film. It's coming out November 6th on VOD. It's It's been out for a while overseas. Um, stars Eva Green and Matt Dillon. And it's about a woman trying to balance her, her life as an astronaut, going to a space station with her family life and her daughter. What did you think about this one? Uh, Dave, first of all, I think you're mistaken assuming that it'll all be over on election day, Dave. I already told you about the civil war that's going to happen. Uh, I thought it looked fine. It, it's, uh, you know, uh, familiar territory. Sure. You know, we've seen a lot of these. I think there's a comedy here if you want to have a, a female astronaut with a newborn baby and she accidentally gives it powdered milk instead of breast milk that's uh that's just good stuff right there of course yeah, it's not good. you're right everybody um it looks okay you want my first puzzle piece dave yeah give it give them all let, let me hear what you got and then we'll see what i got okay i went with uh gravity obviously female astronaut sure. who went on a mission to uh sadly get over the death of her daughter i went with mm. interstellar uh which mm -hmm. is about a man who is uh, trapped in space only to get uh, spend an entire lifetime to go back to see his daughter. And once he sees her, he's uh, she's like, hey, you probably don't want to see me. Go back to space. So that was a real rewarding <laughs> ending, wasn't it, Christopher Nolan? Sure was. <laughs> and just for fun, I put Space Camp, the 1980s film, because mm. I like the training montage in this one, and uh, I like the training montage in Space Camp. That's a nice curveball right there. I like it. Um, speaking of speaking of the training montages, uh, I thought of First Man, uh, which of course an another movie about the the push pull between the job of being an astronaut and uh, you know trying to actually have a family and and have that life as well. I also thought of Lucy in the Sky, which I never actually saw, and I know got really critically panned with Natalie Portman, um, but. Again, it does seem to, you, like you said, th this has been something that's been being explored a lot lately that with astronauts and uh, de dealing with that push-pull. And then uh, just one other one I thought, mainly based on a very cool and synth-heavy score in that trailer, I don't know for sure if that's going to follow through into the film, but I thought of Apollo 11, the documentary, which uh, has one of the better scores of the last few years, and uh, yeah, some great music in this trailer. Yeah, I, uh, I'm bummed that I missed that Apollo 11 in the when they put it in the theater there really quickly for like one showing it at 2 p.m. on a Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. That was really good, good release schedule. So, um, <laughs> it was worth it yeah so uh this will be interesting ava green matt Dillon, and uh it's like partially in french partially in english and uh mm -hmm. you know why not yeah looks good 
So we are going to move on to a documentary. We, we got a documentary in last month, and I figured we might as well squeeze one into our list here this month. We're going to talk about I Am Greta coming out on November 13th uh, on Hulu. Certainly not going to be controversial at all, as nothing that this girl does is ever controversial. But uh, it's about Greta Thunberg and the climate crisis, and obviously very timely with everything happening right now with politics and uh, everything happening. What do you think about uh, this stuff? I'm going to watch it. I'm excited. I think it's something in the name, you know, Greta. Uh, she gets she has all this controversy surrounding her because she's trying to fix climate change. Meanwhile rock and roll band Greta Van Fleet everyone says they sound too much like Led Zeppelin and it's like just let these dudes play music right um right, right. I always I mean dude you want to see the worst in people people who pick on Greta here Jesus man that's just the worst the worst type of person terrible there is. oh just there's, terrible. A, there's a teenage girl trying to save our planet let's belittle and demean her you're a horrible human being um I I'm looking forward to it it looks like a good documentary uh, obviously an inconvenient truth came to mind because that was the first sure. one that, uh, not the first movie probably about climate change, but the one that really mainstreamed it, uh, with Al Gore talking for an hour <laughs> and a half. And then I picked another documentary that I do recommend about a child prodigy called Chef Flynn about, uh, a teenage chef who like from very young a very young age like maybe even before he's a teenager is in the public eye and people expect great things from him and that maybe isn't exactly what's gone on with uh, Greta here but she has done great things and she's constantly in the public eye now as a teenager interesting yeah I, I haven't seen that but uh sounds really good and yeah it'll be interesting to see with this movie uh how much of it is about her and how much of it is about you know the mission at hand and and what she's trying to affect change in um i of course also had an inconvenient truth on my list and then uh another climate change documentary before the flood um i i thought would be another one that uh seems to be in the same wheelhouse of of what exactly they're uh trying to push for here with uh getting the word out which is insane that it's 2020 and we're still getting the word out about climate change but that's where we are now dave which led zeppelin songs did you pick for the greta van fleet pieces yeah uh that's a good question probably probably rock and roll that that's i think uh, the good one to go with here all right they play rock and roll good job <laughs> Moving on to our our next one. Uh, right, this is coming out November seventeenth on VOD, and I'm looking forward to this. I, I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are on it. It's called Fat Man, and it stars Mel Gibson as Santa Claus, and a kid hires a bounty hunter to kill Santa Claus. That bounty hunter, played by Walton Goggins, and it looks absolutely ridiculous pitch black comedy what do you think about this one? i can't wait for this i think of all the ones this month this is what i'm most excited about and yeah. one that i would have liked to have written you know so yeah. um i don't know about this version but the idea of a kid putting a hit on santa is is really funny so you know when you think of dark dark christmas movies you start with bad santa that's what i start sure. with anyway so that was my first one and then i picked uh maybe an ob obscure mel gibson movie from the early 2000s i think payback i don't know if you ever saw it but it's like a hard-boiled love payback yeah, yeah b movie where he needs to 
get revenge because uh, James Coburn shot his coat or ruined his coat or something like that. And uh, <laughs> I love that movie. So those those were my influences here. Beautiful. Yeah. No, the, those work. Absolutely. I just have written down every Santa Claus comedy. That's very lazy. But we'll see once we see the movie, which ones really work the best. Uh, but also, I, I, I love uh, including, including Payback in there because, yeah, the dark comedy seems to be like a big tone here. And so I, I also... I also went with another dark comedy that's also an action thriller. It's also set in the snow. It's uh, the Liam Neeson film Cold Pursuit, which really grew on me after... uh, When I first saw it, I didn't really like it very much because I kind of don't think they sold that movie very well on the dark comedy that it was going to be. And I went in expecting just a Liam Neeson thriller, and I was like, what the fuck is this? This Yeah, I don't know anything about it, but I'm going to watch it now because um, I like dark comedies and I like Liam Neeson thrillers, so... Yeah, so it, it definitely combines those things Dave, in a way, and uh, yeah. Let me tell you mm. something about Liam Neeson. He has okay. a very special set of skills. In each movie, no matter what the situation is, that set of skills is perfect to take out the enemy. I just thought you'd like to know that. I'm just wondering if we ever did uh, Schindler's List on Awesome Movie, or if you would break out the Liam Neeson impression. I feel like it, it's turned into a pretty good impression, I have to say. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was not bad at all. <laughs> so uh, next on the list, going back to Hulu, November 20th, uh, this one is called Run, and this is actually probably the one I'm looking forward to the most this month, even though the story seems very, uh, well-worn territory, I would say, about a kind of Munchausen by proxy mom keeping her daughter, uh, kind of hostage, and, you know, but, and also Sarah Paulson has just been in every kind of TV show, series, movie thing, but uh, Searching, I thought, was one of the big sleeper best movies of the last few years, and so I'm really excited uh, to see what this director does now, and, you know, there seems to be a lot of technology involved in the trailer, but he is stepping away from that kind of, you know, some might call it a gimmick thing of the, uh, I forget what they call it. Is it like screen life Real or something like that? Or screen life. Is that Timor who's directing it? Is that his name? Or? It, it's, it's the other guy. And, and I would butcher his name if I even tried to say it. So I'm not going to, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree with you on searching great movie. Um, and, Absolutely. And um, real screen, I think, you had said, uh, or maybe mm-hmm. I said, I don't know. Um, but they, um, but they did a good job with that in that film. I'm not sure. This just seems like a departure, and like you said, well-worn territory. I mean, literally, Hulu has the act, which is exactly based on that true story of Gypsy Rose Lee. Is that her name? Uh, and yeah. Patricia Arquette won the Emmy for playing her mom, who's you know doing this to her and. Of course, that is based on the HBO documentary Mommy, Dead and Dearest, um, mm-hmm. which I also have in here. And then I threw in something obscure from 1993 Mother's Boys with um, Jamie Lee Curtis, where she leaves and comes back, and now the dad has a new girlfriend, and she wants her family back, but the dad's like, no, and she kind of like um, manipulates her children into doing what she wants to get to to get her family back and it's all about the manipulation of a mother and children. So those, that's, those are my pieces there, Dave. 
I like them. Yeah, absolutely. And I will just add in as a piece here, uh, along with the act and and the other one you mentioned, Love You to Death, which is actually the same story as the Gypsy Rose story, but the Lifetime version of that story. Uh, Lifetime has done a million uh, movies about this kind of subject. Uh, and then also I'll throw in there The Sixth Sense, because I believe uh, one of the segments of that film was, wasn't the, the mom feeding the kid poison or something like that so spoiler seems to go along alert. that line yeah i know that's the spoiler to uh <laughs> to get out there with the six sense. uh so yeah i'm looking forward to that one and i am definitely looking forward to this next one also coming out november 20th it's coming to vod i believe theaters as well i'm not sure about that uh it's called jujitsu and it stars nicholas cage who we all know i love uh, as well as Tony Jaa and Frank Grillo. And it's just this completely insane, over-the-top action movie uh, with alien invaders and martial arts. And uh, it, it, it looks like the kind of crazy you want when you hear Nicolas Cage is making a crazy movie. This does look insane. Obviously, I put The Expendables on there because it has so many action names, right, that you would... Sure. Well, this might be closer to a Scott Atkins film, which I ha- which I didn't have on there, but if you haven't seen Scott Atkins movies, you should watch them. I thought this kind of, like, alien coming from another uh, realm and uh, Nicolas Cage has to play, like, this kind of uh, guru who teaches someone how to defeat him. That kind of reminded me of The Matrix, that Morpheus Neo thing. Yeah, um, I can see that. And it's balls to the wall, so I have Crank on there. And, of course, uh, my last influence is Donkey Fuck Monkey Boner uh, Karaoke Shit Pants, because what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> yeah, I think you're right on that one. <laughs> I could probably just move on and just that that, that sums it all up. Uh <laughs> I, I love those pieces. Uh, I, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna add in uh, for good measure. I'm gonna add in the predator because that does seem to be some kind of alien predator thing that can do everything and is out in the woods picking people off. And I'm gonna add in the one that I was reminded reminded of the most actually, uh, the Great Wall with Matt Damon as this white guy who comes in and helps this giant army battle giant monsters on the Great Wall of China, um, which is a very stupid movie, very ridiculous. But if you're a fan of giant monsters, uh, it's kind of fun, I thought. so mm, I never saw it, but, <laughs> yeah. but I can't recommend highly enough Donkey Funk, Bucky Boner, Karaoke Shit Pants, so... Thanks, I'm going to need to get the spelling of that from you for the uh, puzzle piece list <laughs> in the show notes. So, <laughs> right. so uh, moving on uh, <laughs> to our last movie. This one is uh, it's coming to Netflix on November 24th. It's called Hillbilly Elegy. It's based on a bestseller. It's directed by Ron Howard, stars Amy Adams and Glenn Close, and looks just like the ultimate Oscar Beatty kind of movie. Uh, I don't know. What what did you think about this? Thing? I have this book on my bookshelf, and I wish I would have read it before the movie came out, but uh, mm. I don't see that happening. Um, I'm excited. I mean, look, Amy Adams is excellent in everything, right? We know that. Sure, yeah. And it's nice to see Glenn Close, like, really do show it, showcase her abilities, because I don't think, 
you know, she sometimes she doesn't get parts that really show just how amazing of an actress she is, you know? So, right, right. So yeah. look, yeah, it's Ron Howard, um, you know, small southern town, drug addict mom, my guessing is opia, opioid crisis type uh, victim there. And um, it, it definitely looks like you said Oscar bait tearjerker, but hey, it could be really good. And that's what he does good, so, you know. Yeah. So I think it could be a good one. Listen, I'm going to be on my couch in a blanket under, you know, with my sweatpants and cookies. So, like, I'll watch this one. Why not? Yeah, warm me up a little um, bit. What do do you got for The things I thought of at first was the TV show Justified, because I thought they really nailed that kind of southern kind of small town. And uh, I don't know. I don't think there's a crime element, but there's definitely like a kind of police and drug element in this one and even though it's a different type i just i think justified did that as well as anybody in the last decade i'd say okay and then the other one going really with that kind of small southern town where everyone knows everyone's business sling blade is on my list sure so um this i admit was a tougher one to find to really think of pieces so why don't you yeah it really was yeah yeah uh, yeah, I for me, I I only came up with two. Also, um, first one was the Glass Castle uh, with, with Brie Larson and Woody Harrelson. Um, it's kind of like this this kind of drifter family, and you know, oh, yeah. they 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 kind of squat. Was that at, good? You know, different houses. It was all right. It's again, it, it's kind of like just that obvious Oscar bait kind of thing, and then it got absolutely no attention whatsoever. But um, it was it was effective, though. I thought the other one I thought of was uh, the fighter, just because of that kind of family, you know, uh, where it's just dysfunctional. It's kind of you know, it's funny. I know you just watched a forty year old version. I thought this is like white poverty porn. Um, you know. Oh man, the fighter also came to my mind, and I just thought, "Am I? Is it just so far out there that it wouldn't fit?" But I'm glad you said it. It's hard to say when you're just looking at trailers, but I think uh, you know, I think it works. By the way, the 40 year old version is on my top 10 list right now for this year. I would have to agree. Yeah, we uh, at the time of this recording, I think that's going to be next week's episode. I recorded an episode on it, so I was not asked to be on it. You're you're on a lot of episodes lately, Jason. Yeah, but I got sound I, effects. I now. always. <laughs> oh no! I'm gonna have to clean that up. <laughs> so uh, that that brings us to the end of our six movies. Uh, did any of the other ones that I kind of had on my short list kind of stand out to you? Anything you wanted to like give a shout out to? Yeah, the Vince Vaughn body switcher Blumhouse movie. What is that one called? Filthy? Freaky. Freaky. Yeah, freaky. Like a, like a cool Freaky Friday. Yeah, right. It's Freaky Friday, but a horror version. So yeah. the, the victim, the teenage girl, gets switched into the killer's body and vice versa. And I'm like, that's a really, really smart, fun take on it. Why aren't they releasing that for Halloween is a good question. Yeah, actually, that's a really good question. Uh, you and I are about to record this episode later tonight on On the Rocks, uh, which is coming out, based, you know, it just came out this week for like Halloween. And it's like, where, where, where does Hollywood come up with these ideas for release dates? I, I don't yeah, understand. I don't it. know, but On the Rocks was on our list for last month in our last preview episode. Did you watch anything? Besides that, that uh, you wanted to mention from uh, last month. There. Well, I actually 
really kind of enjoyed Hubie Halloween. I have to say, <laughs> I had a really good time with it. I know, I know you had a uh, an issue with understanding old Hubie there, but um, I thought it was really fun. Uh, very ridiculous, but fun. And I think that's it, though. I I, did, I didn't get a chance to watch Dick Johnson is Dead. I keep trying to, haven't gotten to it yet. Uh, I've heard nothing but terrible things about the war with Grandpa. Maybe I'll see it one day, but I kind of highly doubt that. And Love and Monsters just came out. Yeah, but uh, Dick Johnson's supposed to be awesome. Yeah, it is. And I'm really looking forward to watching it when I get a chance. And Bad Hair we didn't get to yet. I'd like to see that. So Yeah. Love and Monsters looks all right. All right. Well, we tried. What what did what did you see? Any of them? I saw on the rocks. And yeah, so just uh, and Hubie. Oh, Hubie Halloween! I just uh, you know, I, I it had so much potential to me, and it it was difficult to understand the main character, which is uh, uh, unfortunate. You you know, I think yeah. that's a fair criticism of it. So. Luckily for me, I watch everything when I'm at home. I watch everything with uh, subtitles, so that made it a little easier. Yeah, but I'm glad it's a big hit, and it shows that there is a audience still for... I mean, Adam Sandler, how ahead of the game was that guy to make that deal with uh, Netflix before everyone was making these multi-picture deals with them, so... I know, right? Yeah, so people he, love he knows uh, shit. crazy comedies, and nobody does it as, as well as the Sandman. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that does it for this trailer roundup. Uh, Jason, why don't you tell people about what's going on over on Awesome Movie Year? Awesome Movie Year, Dave. Right now, by the time this thing comes out, we'll probably still be in our... We're giving some special gifts out, some little holiday episodes, some episodes from the Patreon people might not have heard. But then we're about to start our sixth season. We just finished 1977, and we're moving into an iconic year that everyone loves, 1984. Got a number of huge hits that many of us grew up with. Uh, I'm very excited about it, dude. Yeah. And hi, Josh, my co-host, Josh Bell. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Josh, uh, we, we got to get Josh back on the show, too, sometime soon. I, he, Josh doesn't complain when I don't have him on, though. Well, Josh is know, like... He complains about everything else, though. So. <laughs> well, Jason, as always, thank you so much for joining me. And I uh, look forward to look forward to that new season of Awesome Movie here, that's for sure. Yeah, because I pay you to produce it, so you get money. Of course you look Hello everyone, my name is Matt Neglia, and I am the host of the Next Best Picture podcast, part of the Film Entertainment Awards website, nextbestpicture.com. On our show, we explore all year long what is possibly going to win Best Picture at the Oscars. We do this by conducting interviews with people within the film industry, holding weekly reviews of the latest theatrical releases, and on our main show, where we dive into various different topics, answer your fan questions, and also do our best to explore Oscar history's past in hopes that it will tell us something new for this upcoming award season race. We hope that you will join us on all of the various podcasting networks. We look forward to seeing you over at nextbestpicture.com. Oh, 
All right, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Jason Harris about the films coming out in November. There's a lot coming, and hopefully we'll end up covering a lot of those movies. Uh, and thank you, Jason. Everybody, make sure you're listening to Awesome Movie Year. Like I said at the beginning of the show, they just entered their sixth season, this time on the films of 1984. Lots of big, big classic movies to cover this particular season, so it's going to be a fun one. Uh, another movie that just came out that I want to give a quick little shout out to is our buddy Chris Cranock, who you've heard here on Piecing It Together a whole bunch of times, just came out with his new short film, Bizarro e Fantastico. You can check that out at chriscranock.com. I'll put a link in the show notes, but uh, definitely check it out. It's a really, really great film, and hopefully we'll get Chris on to uh, talk about it one of these days. We'll see what happens. But, uh... As always, I do want to thank you all so much for listening to Piecing It Together. Uh, I appreciate all of the feedback we've been getting lately. You can, of course, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, or you can just get in touch with me. You know, I'm on social media at PiecingPod. Join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, and let me know what you're thinking of the show. Do you like these trailer roundup special episodes we've been doing? Do you like the breaking it apart and the missing pieces that we've been doing to help fill the gaps whenever there's, you know, not new movies to, to cover? Although there's really a constant on flux of new movies to cover but uh it's good to mix it up a little bit especially in these strange times we're living in right now but uh yeah let me know what you're thinking of the show i do appreciate it and i think that does it for this episode so let's play you off with a piece of music and i am still in the the very draining process of promoting my new album david rosen it's hard to promote an album nowadays let me tell you uh there's just there's probably a thousand albums a day that come out and so to get heard get seen is difficult somehow it is more difficult than to be seen within the thousands of movie podcasts that are out there but uh you know it, it's it's tough but i do appreciate everyone who's been checking out the new album and it is available of course for streaming on spotify and apple music and all that but it's also available for sale on itunes and amazon and as a limited edition cd over on my Bandcamp. and i'm going to play a track from that new album this is called Together Again. This is one that I'm really proud of. This is this is a track, and I talk about this on the uh, the album commentary special episode that I put out. But this is a track that started off as like a very simple track. It just kept growing and really became one of my favorite songs on the album. Uh, really proud of this one. So again, it's called Together Again. It's from my album, David Rosen. I am out here promoting the hell out of this thing. So uh, make sure to check it out. Here's Together Again.
an All Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.